my name is Aurora Khan. This week has been crazy. I've warmed myself back onto my manager's good side, well, more accurately, his tolerable side, but either way, I'm as high as I've ever been. Weirder, I think I'm on Toby's tolerable side, too. Ever since the concert, it's been less literally shut up, and more, if your mouth is going to be open, you might as well sing. Toby being nice certainly isn't something I'm prepared for. I mean, he's a really charming guy, there's no wonder customers love him. But he's like one of those poisonous butterflies. You look forward all year to being able to see them, like a monarch, and then you read one terrifying article on how all those toxins they ingest through milkweed can be transferred, and then you see one on your tomato plant, and it's like, please leave, but they refuse, and then you realize it's because you planted some butterfly-attracting plants before you read the article, and now all of a sudden you're in a weird limbo because you have the swankiest balcony garden in your building, but you can't even go out there without remembering the six sick words of a Facebook article. That's what Toby's like. Anna's also been stressing me out this week. Don't get me wrong, I love living with her, but she's so goddamn particular about everything. I can't practice when she's in the apartment, which is unfortunate as I tend to mainly be home when she's sleeping. I can't leave my dishes in the sink, and everything in the whole world seems to be about freaking coasters. 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 Tomorrow I've got a pretty big performance at one of the student bars with my Nirvana cover band. Playing with them, well, it's... I'm thankful for the name recognition they have. I mean, it's great. They're actually not half bad musicians. I just... There was so much cool 90s music that was, like, fun and notable for its melodies and harmonic value and made you smile when you listened to it. And the target demographic wasn't rude STEM majors who think their depression comes from the fact that their programs are hard and not the fact that it's hard to channel anger through math. I mean, I love playing with other people, and this is my first time being in a band since high school, and I'm really enjoying it. The collaborative process of music is something I've missed out on. It's just that... Sometimes I feel like my bandmates spend too much time listening to Kurt Cobain and not enough time listening to each other. And I don't just mean that in terms of, like, our inability to create interesting harmonic patterns which could eventually create a unique sound for the band. I just mean, like, I'm pretty sure our bassist Rudy has at least one string set to an F, but every time I try to figure out which one it is, I realize that the tuning in general is so awful it becomes unbearable, and I'm forced to turn a deaf ear, which, despite my lack of formal training, I can assure you is not the right way to play music. But... They land really, really packed gigs. I mean, a university bar? If I can impress college kids and teens with fake IDs, I'll never have to play an open mic again. And the venue tags each individual member of a band on Instagram. I'm being handed an opportunity of true exposure, so I'm going to do the best I can. I'll keep you updated. concert is today, but apparently the band can't store things at the bar until we have to set things up on the stage, so we have to store them at my apartment because it's the closest. Shit, do you think coasters will prevent staining the floor from the mysterious liquid that exists in the snare drum? I mean, I'm no scientist, but I'd be interested to learn how life can be produced in there. There's also the question of whether or not my bandmates can go more than half an hour without a cigarette because those are very strictly banned in my building and Anna hates them more than anything else in the world. And then there's the dog. 
I mean, I love dogs when they're cute and cuddly and only bark when I'm in a specific mood and also never require special care at all. But this dog is not like that. Rudy has this old, old dog passed on from his uncle, which clearly never got any training and does the exact opposite of anything you ask of it. Pets, more than anything else, are forbidden from our building. A couple months ago, the people upstairs had a stray cat come to their balcony. They spent a week trying to earn its trust before taking it to a foster home. Then, as they were leaving, the landlord caught them and threatened to evict them. He couldn't, but I'm technically illegally living in that apartment and I cannot afford to put Anna through a whole thing. I guess I'll figure out soon. I'm meeting up with the band now and we'll figure it out from there. Shit, 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 shit. We just got back to the apartment to find Anna desperately cleaning everywhere. The out of the ordinary thing, though, is that Anna was dressed up and not just in fancy jeans. She had a fitted button up. Yes, you heard that. Fitted. Not tight fitting, not loose fitting, just fit. She was not happy to see me. What the hell are you doing home? I thought you had a gig tonight. We have to leave the instruments here. The venue doesn't have a green room. You have got to be kidding me. You didn't think to tell me first? We just have to leave them here, then pick them up again in a couple hours. You won't even notice. Aurora, I'm up for a promotion. I have my boss and his wife coming over tonight, and I can assuredly not have a bunch of fucking coke-addicted troubadours filling this place up with cigarette smoke. Only one of us is addicted to coke, and for the record, that's a pretty sensitive issue for him. Why would you bring it up? Needless to say, I was pissed. I mean, she has her boss over to dinner and doesn't even warn me beforehand. Plus, Juniper did not appreciate her comment. Could you really blame him for starting to smoke darts in the room? I still needed her help moving the instruments from the Uber. The driver was not happy at the massive delay and holding thousands of dollars in equipment, so we had to move fast. Everything's moved in now and we've created a plan. All we need to do is send my bandmates off to a bar without seeming condescending so that Anna can prepare for dinner. Come up with some excuse to get the boss to leave just a tiny bit earlier than expected, then bring the band back, move everything out to arrive at the venue fashionably late. <sighs> It'll work out alright. I don't think it's working out alright. It took forever to get the band settled at the bar and longer to bring them back, so long that I completely missed out on being able to help Anna cook, so that's not quite prepared yet, and the boss still hasn't arrived, which means we'll have to sneak everything out as they have dinner. My bandmates are in Anna's room with that freaking dog and refuse to even smoke out the window, so each trip out needs to be just as much a choreography of smell as it does of sight, which was previously our main concern. We've got to get out two guitars, bass, amps, and a needlessly large drum kit. Hopefully, even with one person at the bottom of the stairs, we can rush everything out now and arrive professionally and early to the venue. Well, here goes... Wait. What's ha... Oh, shit, they're here. The boss got there at 7.30. We had to get to the venue at 9. Dinner was unmade, our apartment filled with the smell of smoke, and Anna's delicately composed disposition was quickly fading. We had two guitars, a bass, an unreasonably large drum set, 
four amps because Rudy doesn't like the regular acoustics at the bar, and a box of assorted cables. Only one of us knew how to talk to core professionals, and even then, she's under 25, proving a great disadvantage. Fortunately, we had a jar of pasta sauce in the pantry. It's the same one my dad used to prepare when we had friends over, and Carmen was friends with children of doctors, so I know dad wouldn't serve them anything dishonorable. We sat the boss and his wife facing away from the kitchen area, hoping we'd be able to sneak from Anna's room where we held the instruments to the door unnoticed. There's four of us in the band, but Rudy had to stay in Anna's room with the dog because it really hates sweatpants, and try as I may, it's pretty much impossible to get those off the street. And trust me, I do try. We had another member, Juniper, at the entrance of the apartment to keep watch on the instruments. That just left Lyle and I to move everything out. Anna's boss was nice enough, though he assumed I was a live-in maid, so clearly had little to no awareness of how much he pays. That, or he's old enough that his children entered the professional world 15 years ago. We took the guitars out without a problem. When I got back, though, Anna was struck with the realization that I know how to make a killer cocktail. It was five years too late, though. In high school, Anna never wanted to drink. She's always been more of a stay-in-and-watch-a-movie type. Every young artist I've ever met either did psychedelics at 15 or has never blacked out ever. I think when I was born, I was fated to be the first ever musician to form a healthy relationship with alcohol, but I never got the opportunity to make mistakes in high school and my classmates education heavily campaigned against peer pressure. So I'm left in the dust with the rest of them. Anyways, I did make drinks for her bosses, mixing vodka, cranberry juice, and a ton of cinnamon together to as closely approximate real wine as possible. Now, in my defense, I still don't think I'm old enough to drink wine yet, but I was just as easily repulsed by this as the so-called divine grape juice. Plus, anything that would get on a tipsy quickly worked in my favor. The next thing we had to take was the bass. Now, the issue with the bass is its lack of a case. It has a flimsy ripped gig bag which is prone to falling out of. As I quietly maneuvered my way around the dining room, I noticed the boss's wife looking over at me. I didn't think much of it, focused solely on getting the bass out of the apartment. I did end up dropping it down a couple of stairs, but if a bass is dropped and no musician has a good enough ear to notice, is it really out of tune? When I entered the apartment again, Anna had prepared dinner. Getting the drums and amps out would be the most difficult part of this whole thing, as I wasn't truly blessed with the gift of upper body strength, nor the dedication to lift weights. Anna, are you working on any personal projects right now? I'd love to see them. Shit. Anna's computer is in her room, where we are keeping the equipment, a nicotine addict and his emotional support dog. I couldn't stand it. Of course Anna leapt at the chance to show them something original at this exact moment, and it was my job to make sure everything went as smoothly as possible. We had to start by getting Rudy and the dog into the washroom. Luckily, Rudy discovered that the love song of J. Alfred Proofrock made the best chew toy of all time. T.S. Eliot, it's a little ironic, isn't it? Or maybe a dog chewing on the poet who gave us cats, 2019, provided some type of justice. I just hope that the poetic justice derived from that image would be enough for Anna to forgive me for everything tonight. Really, I should have just let the boss walk in on that and called it an immersive project. Nuri Blanche has certainly given me worse before. I tucked the drums under the bed, but I wasn't able to put the amps away before Anna and her guests walked in. I felt awkward knowing they'd see the massive amps next to the bed and the smell of smoke in the room. 
I was still mad at Anna, but I suddenly felt guilty too. Anna opened her computer to load up her program and I noticed the boss's wife look over to me again. This time she came up to talk to me. Are you a musician? She said. I told her I was, feeling a weird shame about it, the same way as when I talked to my aunts and uncles. I am too, she told me. I was surprised. She quietly told me she'd noticed me carrying instruments out and offered to help with the amps as well. For the first moment all night, I felt relieved. <laughs> as we walked downstairs, she told me about how she met her husband. They were both 30 at a luxury resort in Cancun. He was already quite successful, a senior at the advertising company, and she was working in sales. They spent a week getting to know each other, and they immediately formed a connection. In other news, I learned that BDSM was popular 35 years ago. Eventually, they got married, and they were stable enough that she could pursue music full-time. Now she's semi-successful as a jazz singer in Toronto. When she was first starting in her career, she was pursuing music at the same time. There was a bar she played at every Friday night. He came to that same bar on Fridays, but wouldn't arrive until right after her set due to his working times. One day, as they were going through old photos together, she found one of him. They were both drunk, his arm around her, smiling as wide as ever. As we were walking back up to the apartment, she told me that her love led her to music and her music led her to love, and if only she'd loved a little harder, maybe she could have met him earlier. It was a sweet story, really. Plus, it brought something to my attention that I hadn't considered earlier. Marrying a rich man means I can quit my job. How freaking cool is that? I started to take a moment to think outside my apartment, but my peace was cut short by the sounds of a dropped drum. When I entered the apartment, Anna was panickedly gesturing at me to enter her room. When I got inside, whatever composure she'd kept up earlier immediately vanished. Aurora, my boss thinks I smoke, and vaping has made that uncool these days. You serve them a drink straight out of a 2012 YouTube challenge, and it seems like I've got a whole ass polycule dying to move out of our lovingly shared home. Okay? And I've been forced to entertain boomers in front of the coolest people I know right now. I'm going to be late for the first real gig I've ever played in front of an audience who could actually do something for my career, and I'm being forced to sneak around my own apartment. Your apartment? You're not on the fucking lease. And you hate those guys. You've never come back from a rehearsal with them happy in the slightest. You're not a joy to be around after work either, I said, ready for her to counter back so we could argue again. But when I looked up, her eyes were big and her face had softened. We were after the same thing. Without saying anything, I drew her in for a hug. We went back outside to the living room to find the boss and his wife happily eating their meals. I sat down with them and finally introduced myself properly, letting Lyle carry the rest of the equipment down. It may not have been fair to him, but his refusal to learn bar chords wasn't fair to me either, so it evens out. Plus, the boss wasn't half bad once I knew his wife was a musician. It was actually nice talking to someone older who thought being a musician was a good thing. It's a nice change of pace. He did encourage me to quit smoking though, so the experience wasn't so unlike talking to my aunts and uncles. Well, our set's about to begin. I'll talk to you later. Wow, some 
somehow last night actually came together. Honest dinner went well, our shitty amps made all our tuning issues come off as a creative choice, and I danced with a handsome stranger at a bar. The venue almost posted me too. They actually tagged at Aurora Can Do, a young woman in Bulgaria who's trying to become more of a yes man, but she's gained 150 followers in the past couple hours, so at least if I had been properly tagged, I'd be raking in a local fan base. Well, maybe it'll give Aurora Can Do a chance to come on tour to Toronto. It's not all that exciting, but it is seven hours away from New York, which is like the textbook place to pretend to be a Jim Carrey character. And, well, if nothing else, at least I know I get to stay in the band now, so that's good news. Yeah, getting to stay in this Nirvana cover band is good news. I'm really glad I get to stay in this.